Peace and good morning to you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. This morning again, I want to continue in second set of this series. I mean, second part of the series that I started with you yesterday about your choices. Decision making. Um, someone asked me yesterday, how is it easy to make a decision? And I said, it is not easy. And this is why we have to trust God and rely solely on Him to make good choices. There are bad choices and there are good choices. Unfortunately, we will not know which one of them is which until after the result. We know life is determined by the decision we make with so many options available to us, especially nowadays. Making decisions can be, can sometimes feel very daunting and confusing. And, and this is one of the things that um, makes many of us to be afraid of going ahead. Um, let me start with a quote that I read um, somewhere by Napoleon um, Bonaparte. He says, nothing is more difficult and therefore more precious than to be able to decide. I want to start with that. Nothing is more precious. I mean, nothing is more difficult and more precious and therefore more precious than to be able to decide, end of quote. Difficult and more precious. So which means the end of it becomes so sweet. Sometimes we make the right decision, sometimes we make the decision right. And that's one of the things that is very quick. Sometimes we make the right decision and sometimes we make the decision right if the decision was not right before. Of course, it is not all the time or in our power um, to say that we may control all the events that happen to us. We can easily and determine, we can determine and decide not to be reduced by them. It is not what happened to you after all, it is what you do after what happens to you. So decision is a sharp knife that cuts clean and straight. I don't want to believe in it. It's a wound that sometimes never get healed. Because every decision that we make reflects the evaluation of who we are. I said to you yesterday uh, from the book of Deuteronomy, when Moses said to the Israelites through what God said to him, I said before you, life and death. Life and death. Choose, choose life, and you may live. If you are good, if you are able to go back, if you are able to go back to maybe five years or ten years of your life, what could you have done better? What could you have said? Okay, if I have to do this again, I will do this better than than I've ever done it. <laughs> one of the one of the major aspects that I believe it's very important in life is what James says 
in the book of James chapter 1 verse 5. James says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given to him. God will not make any decision for us. We know that he has given us that free will to make our decision. And that gift of free will is what we will use so that we can make decision and choose to do what we want to do. Which means we also have to make this earthly decision. God doesn't leave us unacute and we can ask him for guidance and wisdom for these choices. So when you get to that point of deciding, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? How am I going to get through this? Before you stress yourself too long, I, I always believe because this is what I do. I believe in kneeling down and ask God, guide me. I'm about to take this decision. I don't know what the end of it will be, but for you know what the end of this will be. If you see something that I don't see, so help me. And I'll wait and I'll go ahead. Even if I don't make the right decision, God can help me make the decision right by teaching me what to do along the line. Because the Bible says where there is no guidance, people fall. But in abundance of counsel, there is safety. That's the book of Proverbs 11, verse 14. You know, it's important that we must know that it is only God that sees what no man can see. It is only God. Abraham never saw himself as father of nation. But yet the Lord God saw him as father of nation. <laughs> a man who has no, no, none, no child, not even a single child, is referred to by God as father of nation. I will make you father of many nations. And at the times of the time the Lord God made that promise to him, Abraham doesn't even have a child. Sarah couldn't be pregnant. And yet you're calling him a father of many nations when he doesn't even have a child yet. Would you agree with me then that it is only God that sees what no man can see? He calls Sarah a mother of all nations as well. But Sarah will look at him as Sarah and say, what do you, what do you, you I'm going to have a child. What do you see in me? So before you make that decision, God who sees what is in you is able to guide you through. I am so glad every time I read the story of Abraham that he he listens to God and he follows God because had he done what he wants to do in his own mind, I'm sure he would have missed the map. So if God sees what we don't see, by the time Abraham was known to be Abraham, Abraham was known as Abraham, Abraham, and 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 yet the Bible says that the Lord God said to him, "You are going to be the father of nation." Can you imagine? God, who knows all things, He told Jeremiah, "He said, before I formed you, I already knew who you were going to be." Jesus looked at Peter and said, "You, you are, you are safe as doctor." You, you, something about you is going to be so strong. I don't know, but Peter is saying, I don't know, but Jesus said, you're going to be, you're going to be a great, great leader. Jesus saw in Peter what Peter couldn't see himself. What if I tell you, before you make that decision, the Lord God knew what's going to come out of that decision. 
And this is why I believe in that book of Proverbs that I shared with you earlier on. Let's say that it is better to have the guidance because where there is no guidance, that's the book of Proverbs 11, 14. Where there is no guidance, uh, people fall. And some of us, as we get stuck by, by still listening to that still voice, uh, we get stuck instead of listening to the voice of God that comes with guidance. And sometimes, remember, God doesn't speak directly to us, but He speaks through others. He speaks through circumstances. He speaks through certain events around us. So talk about your decision with people that you trust. People that you trust. And God can use them and lead them and guide them to towards what you want to do. So now you'll find out that you are not alone. You find out that you're not alone. Are you, are you about to make any decision soon? If you are going to make a decision soon, remember to turn to God. Because, listen, we don't have the insight or sight to see what is going to happen ahead of us or within us. It's only God who sees it. And because it is only God who sees it, that's why he has written the Bible. If we go through the Bible and ask them, and ask God, for example, the Bible says in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, that all scripture is breathed out by God for profitable, for profitable teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. All scripture. So when you kneel down and hold the Bible and pray and read, God will direct your path. That's what the Bible tells us. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he shall direct your path. It is only him that can do that. So before you step out in making that decision, before you make that choice, don't choose like 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 Lot. Don't choose because it looks greener, it looks better. Let God lead you. You know, the choice of Lot is what got him to where he is right now. And that's what we're going to be talking about tomorrow. Until then, may God bless you, may God keep you. May God cause his face to brightly shine on you. Good morning.